Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Go shardy. Shardy? <laughs> Ghost Shardy. It's your birthday. Ghost Shardy. <laughs> Ain't no party like a Ghost Shardy party. Oh my god. Um, Ghost Shardy party. Yesterday was your birthday when this comes out. <gasps> You're 31. Oh my god. How does it feel? You. It feels pretty good. How was your birthday? I think it was fucking dope. Dopest one you ever had? I think it was the dopest one I ever had. That makes one of us. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking sorry. Yeah. My birthday, we shall not be discussed. No, it's okay. You guys were going through some things. Yeah. And by we, I mean one of us in particular. <laughs> yeah. Also, when this comes out, mm-hmm. um, we're going to be in California. California. You went there and I went, California. <laughs> no, and that fine. tells you all you need to know about our different personalities. Yes. Yep. Um, so we have been invited to be guests on a podcast and we we will what yet no i don't know surprise we'll we'll share details when we know yeah we're very scared of them yeah 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 totally scared no 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 no. intimidated i would say yeah (laughs) one would say (laughs) i would say at least yeah um i did i did make something for them i don't know if i've told you yet (sighs) okay so oh that reminds me i have to go get it maybe you can come with me after this sure okay i'll tell you okay so i asked them in an email i said hey do we need to prepare anything? Do we need to bring anything? And they said, unless you suddenly come down with amnesia, yes, all that you need is in your head. Yeah. You don't need to bring anything, but if you want to bring something, we do need a new waffle maker. <laughs> I 
I love that email. <laughs> and then they wrote, please, please don't, bring, <laughs> don't bring a waffle maker. We got one from William Sonoma. It's great. <laughs> so I got on Canva uh-huh. and made them a world's best waffle award. <laughs> Put the name of the studio dash voted 2022 because you know people in Ohio love being voted best whatever. We do. But do. if they the don't waffle. get our humor and they're like, huh? Well, I'm just going to be like, this is a, um, a, a gift from our land. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> we love we travels. We traveled on a plane with this plaque that I made myself. <laughs> I do want a fucking waffle though. I they know. really hyped up those waffles and I'm like, I know. I think it'll be funny. I better have. A, I know. It's definitely funny. I think it'll be funny. Um, also, while we're in California, I miss that completely. My mouth. I was just like, <laughs> um, I'm going to try and get the new merch out. Okay. What Sierra's wearing, that is a Patreon exclusive design. Um, Patreon.com slash ladies. Yeah. <laughs> if you are a goose pimp. If you are. Yeah. This is l- one of the designs. The highest tier. You get yeah. a merch item every three yeah. months. And this is one of them. Now. Short sleeve though. Correct. Um, I don't remember. Because I know that it doesn't have the stuff on the sleeves. Yeah. This was our um, like tester. Mm-hmm. And then when I, sent, I <laughs> when I test- sent it to them, they're like, we can't do the sleeves. And I was like, that's totally fine. No Whatever. worries. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Um, but the one I'm wearing will be. Uh, a part of our merch and merch 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 okay uh ladies and slash lt dash merch i think yes yeah, or merch dash like lt i don't know I or need just to go to ladies and tangents.com yep, click, click on a tab there should be a merch button if somewhere. this is out and it's not up there this is coming soon I yeah guess. yeah <laughs> it has a, a pill bottle on it that says ladies and tangents and it says drink your water take your meds <laughs> and we support that message we do like a lot yeah um, also, I have a gift for you for California. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Because you know that I got us a convertible as our rental car. <gasps> oh, that's embarrassing. Hold on, oh let me rip off the price. <laughs> okay. You ever do that? Because I was going to price shame you for <laughs> Okay, you ready? You cheap bitch. <laughs> Getting me This up. is for you. <gasps> and this is for me. We're going to thumb and leave it. <laughs> I could cry. We're going to put these around our heads. Like an old Russian lady. Yes. And I got sunglasses. Oh, You've got your sunglasses. My God. If you don't think that I'm going to be driving down, what is it, Route 66? I don't know. What do they have over there? I'm so excited for these. I don't know how you wear these. Like no. this, right? Oh. <laughs> God, do I look like a babushka? Is that offensive? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if it is, I'm sorry. Russians? <laughs> is that Russian? Yeah, I think that's like a Russian They're... grandma. This is us oh. in our convertible in California. This makes me so happy. We can't it end it like Thelma and Louise did. Because I know it's Do we drive off sometimes. a cliff? I know it's tempting, but we can't. I had a dream where I accidentally... F- Drove a car off of a dock. I think I'll drive <laughs> over there. I think it's best. Well, to be fair, I didn't know that I was on a dock. Okay. All of a sudden, That's I worse. just realized <laughs> that I was at the edge of the dock, and I'm like, "This isn't the road." <laughs> so I tried. This is, to, this is water. <laughs> I tried to back up. And then I, I'm terrible I, at backing up in a straight line. I backed out. I was like, this is going to have to be like a 45 point turn. <laughs> and I went directly into the, because the, the wood couldn't hold the weight of the car. Oh, of course not. That's, that's physics. <laughs> so I went into the water and I remember just feeling myself just mm-hmm. like sink. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so there was that. And then also you and Shane fell in love right in front of me. Oh, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you that right I've been now. having nightmares. <laughs> if you uh, if you were curious. Yeah. Nope. Won't happen. I'll tell Either you that one. for free. That's my favorite thing that uh, Rachel Roche um, of For Better and Worse and also of Just Person in My Life. Um, <laughs> Podcast. Also <laughs> yeah. my wedding photographer. Yeah. So excited. Um <laughs> She goes, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> so now I want to say it. Anyway, okay. I'm so fucking stoked I saw that. And I'm like, those are her colors and yeah. it's ocean yeah. stuff. Yep, yep, yep. What is that? Coral? Yeah. Ocean stuff. <laughs> ocean weeds? <laughs> I don't know. Ocean, ocean tra- trees. Plants. I almost said branches, but. Imagine we get on the plane wearing these scarves and sunglasses and just say nothing the entire time. We sit in silence and stare forward for four hours and 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Except I'm terrified of flight, so I'll be like, here's but breathing I'll have into my- a bag with your sunglasses and scarf. She's fine. Yeah. I think it would be okay. Oh, fuck. I can't wait. That's I'll bring my so rosary. Exciting. Yeah. And then I'll just be whispering Hail Marys. I can, oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get in the emergency exit row one way or another. I swear to God. I'll I, get us there. Hell Extra yeah. leg room. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Oh, no one would trust us to open those doors. And I won't be trusted <laughs> because you know I won't. And if, I will not be trusted. Don't even try. In a panic situation, <laughs> I am not to be trusted. <laughs> no. I am. Do you are you good under oh under pressure? I'm not the way I can compartmentalize and act like we're not in the middle of a burning building. Oh, congrats! Thank you. That's really impressive. That's why whenever Shane and I got in our car accident and mm-hmm. we were sitting on the guardrail and people came up and were like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" and I was like, "Did you hear the Cavs one?" <laughs> I couldn't be better. <laughs> like, what do you mean? See, I can make jokes, but inside of my mind is panic, 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 no. panic, panic. No, I was just like, well, hmm. what do we do here? Oh, my God. I need do? someone like that. I'm glad you're coming with me on this oh, trip. Oh, yeah. Because I am a delight to travel with. Thank God. Because, because I, I am every terrible a traveler. I'm a terrible traveler. You know why I make everything ready? a joke for that? Because I'm also bad when I don't sleep, and both of those things are going to I think you're going to be fine. Okay. Because with me, I make quite literally everything a joke. Okay. Because every moment could be my last. I agree. And, and it's, I'm that's funny go, as fuck. I'm going to go out laughing. Okay? There's nothing funnier than thinking about my death. I was talking to Rachel again today. I was like, if I'm lucky enough to have a swift early exit from this earth, it'll be in a plane accident? No. Oh, okay. I no. thought that's where we were going with that. Why did I tell her that? <laughs> I was like, at what point were you talking? Oh, we were talking about retirement. She's oh. like, I got to start putting stuff into a retirement. And I was like, I'm praying not to get there. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I was like, if I'm lucky enough to have a swift early exit from my earthly being, yeah. then who, who gives a flying fuck about a retirement? <laughs> Yeah, that's not a great way to think. So, um, I don't know. But I do understand it. In, Please in do not come to me conditions. for financial advice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, today's been a day. And also don't come to us and be like, it's not funny to joke about things. That's all we fucking have right now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah I don't us, think anyone Let us would. have a little bit of dark humor because everything else is spiraling around well, us. Well, I was going to say that like in times like this, we don't really know what to do because it's like, no, do we spiraling. do we focus on the horrible things that are happening mm-hmm. or, or do, do we, we try offer to make, an escape because we had a lot of messages today which i don't know why i was checking them but i was just like maybe these will make me feel better 
They didn't, but some of them mm. did. But we did have a lot of people that were like, I think you need to talk about this on the next one. And then on the opposite end, people were like, how about next week is just like a really funny episode. Yeah. And I was like, it can't be both. <laughs> but actually, that's what we're trying to do because we yeah. are talking about something serious, not in the current climate, climate but it could I mean, be. kind of. It could be. That's that's what's so scary. If you don't know, we're talking about Roe v. Wade was overturned today. And, and, and so I'm going to try to, to present this as best as I can. But I have been not fucking with you, like spiraling yeah. all day today because of this. So um, here's a tip. I'm going to do my a best tip for you, though. Um, I have been um, in the ocean of emotion. I haven't I haven't landed on Sad Bitch yeah. Island, but I've just been you're swimming there, releasing myself <laughs> to the sea. Yeah. And the only thing that has helped me was eating an ice cream cake that I bought myself with you on my birthday. That was fun. And watching copious <gasps> amounts of uh, <laughs> with Katya and Trixie Mattel. Who do you think you are? I want to say Trixie, but I don't think You're I am. Katya. I know you I am. I know I am. But I want to be Trixie. I know you want to be, <laughs> but, but I'm not. not. <laughs> I know. I know. Do, do any of you watch uh, because if you don't, you my, fucking should. Please do it right now. It's the only thing that has brought me joy in the last week. It's like instant. You guys say that we are your instant serotonin. This is our instant, uh, like Jenna and yep. Julian were. Oh mm-hmm. my God. This is very much like instant serotonin. It's so funny. So fucking And funny. I feel like they say stuff that I would cut out of our videos. We can't, yeah, we can't say that, but they fucking can, <laughs> and I like it for them. Yeah, me <laughs> like, too. I fucking appreciate yeah. that. Because that's the thing about the world today, too, is like, I understand being as not harmful oh, as yeah, you for can, sure. but at the same time, sometimes dark humor is fucking what we need. And when people are like, I don't think you should say that because blah, blah, blah. It's like, but this is how I cope. Please let me do it. Like <laughs> yeah. It's I don't okay. have a lot of help otherwise. Yeah. Like the thing we had to cut out when we were talking about being alone with ourselves in the woods. <laughs> oh, yes. Why we can't go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. They did actually do something about gun control. So well, thank fuck. I know. But, but, but I have said, they really? Has it passed anywhere but the house? Because that's what keeps happening. I know. Is it keeps passing I from know. the house and the Senate's like, but, fuck you because fuck the Senate. I Vote said. this November. <gasps> primaries, elections are also happening this week in certain yeah. states. Look yours up. Register to vote now. Yeah. Primaries and, and Get those all old of, white men out of there. We need to be voting for the House and the Senate. Why the fuck are these people still in there I that know. are doing this shit to us? So fucking please go out and vote. Know what you're voting for, <laughs> for the love of God. This has been <laughs> politics and tangents. This has been I'm still spiraling. <laughs> Ladies in politics. <laughs> um oh fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh fuck. You are not alone. You're oh. not alone. <laughs> Has faded. <laughs> the people, the people <laughs> together. Sorry, you have to go. Go watch the loneliness episode from. Mm, uh, I didn't know how to pronounce it, but now that I know, it's mm-hmm. all I want to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was going to say is, I don't think it's a coincidence mm-hmm. that um the whatever was passed in the house. And then it was like, it's on the on its way to Biden's desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it was a coincidence that it happened the exact uh-huh, same day uh-huh. as Roe v. Wade. Oh, absolutely. It's like, here, we gave you a little bit. Aren't you happy? But it's like, mm-hmm. n- fuck no. You yeah. old fucking dinosaurs. 
I'm so tired we're gonna, of them. We're going to put a little bit of a muzzle on those firearms, but we are simultaneously going to strip an entire group of people of their rights. Yeah, and also, uh, added on to that, we're going to go ahead and talk about how we want to strip other people of their rights. Right. Go, just going backwards. Just completely going backwards. It's 2022, or is it 1950? We yeah. don't know. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. I, but I hate it here. That's all Me I Me too. Um, so... Today, we are going to be talking about, because we had decided to do two episodes on Pride. Yeah. And we had James on last week. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, James. That was amazing. We loved having him. Um, And I saw the hot tub boats that he was talking about. (gasps) I keep thinking to look, and then I get distracted because ADHD. Well, he had it on his stories. Uh Aha. But I put on our Patreon, I was like, hey... Guess where Sierra and I are going? We're going to be doing our live from <laughs> everyone's there. Like hot tub boats. Everyone was like hot tub boats, and I'm like, honestly, I wish. Fuck yeah, that no, that, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. You just wait. I'm just trying to anticipate what someone would look like getting into the hot tub boat. Like, do you take your clothes off right there? You just do. You have to be naked. <laughs> no, I, I meant your swimsuit. You're just standing there like you're about to go on a water slide. <laughs> you get into a hot tub boat. <laughs> Probably. Water slides are weird now that I think about it. We're all just standing there, like, <laughs> holding an inner tube around <laughs> And there's just one guy at the top going, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and then you're, like, on the stairs, and there's water dripping on your forehead oh, from some God, fucking yeah. guy's swimsuit, like, two stories above you, and you're, like, tight. I love that. Let me tell you about the time I had a panic attack waiting for a water slide. No. It was at Kalahari. Okay? Oh, Kalahari's scary as fuck. So there was that. I don't like this... how high up the steps go. That's the thing. There's this one. And there's kids, like, playing on them, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> you're going to fall. There's this one that you go through, and then it dumps you into this big, like, toilet bowl thing. Oh and then you go around and around and drop. Watching people try to climb, <laughs> like hold on to the edge of that. It's fucking hilarious. I looked at the hole that I was supposed to go through, and I'm uh-huh. like, I'm not going to fit. Nope. I'm physically watching people <laughs> go through there. People who I know are taller than me, yeah. who are wider than me, yeah. like, and they're going through no problem. But I, in my claustrophobia, <laughs> I'm like. I'm not going to fit. There's I no c- way. was convinced it was going to Alice in Wonderland me and just shrink. Oh, my God. And then the water builds up behind you and then shoots you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just go through the wall and I'm in the parking lot <laughs> with the giraffes. How horrifying. <laughs> with the giraffes. <laughs> not the giraffes. I'm a giraffe now. Oh, my God. I'm with my people. You silly bitch. Anyway, this okay. is our second Pride episode where yeah. we're going to be talking about Stonewall. And it's kind of like, um, uh, it's a tangents and true crime, but sort also of, Pride. Yeah. Tangents and, and true Pride. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Because we're going to be, yeah. We're just going to be talking about it. Yeah. Again, I'm spiraling today. <laughs> so apologies if I'm fucking up a little bit. I have so many sources. I'm going to try to be going in between and getting because before I came here I was like oh but I want to include this I want to include this and I didn't get to add it to my notes yeah. so I just have it like screenshot on my phone places so you yeah, might we're recording earlier in the day it's, it's all fucking it's all different so you might have doing to cut best. some stuff out of That's me fine. going hold on where's my <laughs> oh right I, there <laughs> I always do <laughs> oh, it's right there <laughs> okay all right I'm done wait wait wait, wait. time out oh yeah let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with 
clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes this is bvk for ocean city tourism ocmd streaming audio on march 11th 2024 The title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, And there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. how much stuff is on the floor there's a one that's a sleeper from when Forrest was like three months old there is a, a child's seat right there i don't know if it's in frame if it is fuck it leave us alone who gives okay. a shit our life is crumbling yeah and oh, we're doing our best for tomorrow best best yeah best we're doing our best okay here we go So we're just going to talk a little bit before to like talk about the buildup of how we got to what happened. And then I'll talk about what it is and like what what it is. What's up? up? (laughs) Okay. Throughout the 1950s and the 1960s, I know this is crazy to you, but gay people weren't treated very well in America. Can you believe it? I That's shocking to me. I know. Because... We've always been so nice to minorities in this country. Mm-hmm. But, or marginalized groups in, in general. Yeah. But no, um, in the 1950s and 1960s, the U.S. FBI and police departments would keep lists of known homosexuals and their favorite establishments and friends. That sounds like old school Tinder. They were like <laughs> looking for a hookup. Yeah. Like you're not fooling anybody. But only. here's what they would do. They would... So they like, okay, okay. So here's, here's basically how this would happen. 
in this big. It was fucking this big. It was huge. Um, at first, all bars were illegal, prohibition and the like. Yeah. And then they would be like, no, bars are legal, but gay people cannot be served in bars because it's they would get them. They would arrest them for disorderly how could, conduct. How could you tell they were gay? Well, that's the thing. So if you were a woman wearing men's clothing or anything that looked like it might be men's clothing. I would if never you were, be served. <laughs> yeah, same. Fucking same. If you were a man and you were acting femme, dressed femme, you would not be served. Or you could be arrested just for those two things. For, for disorderly conduct, they would say. If you were dressed a certain way that wasn't gender appropriate and if you weren't acting gender appropriate. And then obviously gay bars, <laughs> they would know... Um, because you would be with another but but at a gay bar is no one getting served so here's the deal gay bars were like illegal you so couldn't wait, have a gay was, bar was it like prohibition yes <clears throat> so you ha- so here's what would happen i'll tell you all about it. but but <laughs> but first let me tell you more about what else they would do okay then the u.s post office would keep track of addresses where material pertaining to homosexuality was mailed what does that mean i'm maybe pornography <laughs> What? Anything that could be viewed as like gay, <laughs> like glitter in the mail, <laughs> gay. Oh my god! I'm just kidding, but like sex toys, maybe. Like, hey, John got a butt plug. Put him on the list, right? Well, who knows? How would you know? I don't know. Or they just that he's been receiving rainbow letters. <laughs> these envelopes to write his name down. Then what they would do is they would have all these people on the list and you could be fired from your job just for being suspected of homosexuality what yes and um especially if you were like a like um had a higher up job at like a university as like right, a professor right. or things like that um then they anytime that they would go into these bars and arrest these people for suspecting homosexuality and okay. all that they would print your name in the local newspaper like a freaking sex offender yes and then your job would know if you weren't out to like if you had a family that you were covering and you know you weren't out they would know like that's how so oh my god that's horrible um, yeah but i will say i know it would not be well first of all it's not okay to put people on lists and tell me where they live right. but if i do want a list of people and where they live it would be gay people because i would be like oh, me too that's i've never friends. felt safer like <laughs> right that's where i want to be i got something in the mail because i have i don't know if you i don't know if this is something that happens everywhere or if it's just in ohio where they, you're gonna say where they say gay people live and i was like no, There's no, no, still no. Not Jesus. no when they send out the things with the red dots that tell yeah. you how many sex offenders live near yeah. you i would love to know how many gay people are around me it would make me feel better me too. about the neighborhoods i was moving but i also into. know that that's not safe no 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 we're not we're just saying I in a perfect friends. world we would love to know where you live gay people send us your addresses <laughs> i want to be your friend please and i have been known just show up places so <laughs> yes i love a surprise i love a grand gesture it's it's the best way to be <laughs> Also in 1952, the American Psychiatric Association, Association listed homosexuality. This is going to be difficult for me <laughs> and my big teeth. Listed homosexuality in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual as a mental disorder. What? I fucking know. I no longer find that piece of literature 
incredible. Well, I think I think then they changed it. No, nope. I'm not <laughs> accepting anything from the, that book. Okay, fair enough. Honestly, <laughs> fair enough for me. That's fine. So now we're going to talk about New York. Um, there's a place in New York called Greenwich Village. Okay. Yes. Isn't it, isn't it like home the, of the queers? We love it. Well, I was going to say, isn't it spelled like Greenwich? Yeah, yeah. I almost said Greenwich so many times. And then I had to watch. <laughs> I Greenwich. watched so many documentaries on yeah. this. But yeah. So so really um, what happened was like poets that were later named beat poets would yeah. write about <gasps> like. Oh, wow. I got chills. Yeah. <laughs> would write about the, the evils, quote unquote, of yeah. social organization. Um, they would glorify anarchy, drugs. uh overall unquestioning social compliance um closed-mindedness and then two of them alan ginsburg and william s burroughs were greenwich village um residents uh-huh. they would write bluntly and honestly about homosexuality in these mm. poems and so their writings attracted people who were to, like them yeah to come there basically saying like we want a community we want to come this live safe. with you yeah. yeah and so and so it really did become like with the queers yeah <laughs> and i fucking love it it gave me chills i know so i always picture i think i've said this before but when we talk about stuff in the past i always try and imagine where i would be mm-hmm. or in reference to the story where i would be and when we were talking about ruby bridges the one time like there's no way i would be standing in right. the crowd throwing rocks at a child right but i definitely would be headed to the no all shit the gays in greenwich that's what i'm saying and like and it wasn't just gay people it was you know people who just enjoyed diversity doing drag yeah um people who were transgender people mm-hmm. who were i mean they didn't have a word i don't think at the time but like yeah. non-binary just people who didn't want to conform to yes. gender norms Yes. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Okay. So by the early 1960s. Um, I'm sorry. What? I just had to refrain from saying I'm horny for disrespecting gender normies. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm horny for non-conforming. <laughs> you and me both. Um, so there was a campaign to get rid of all gay bars by the mayor at the time, Robert F. Wagner Jr. Fuck you, bud. Um, because he was concerned about the image of the city in preparation for the World's Fair, which like, fuck your fair. But so they would they started revoking all the liquor licenses. Is there anything more gay than a fair? I know. Literally, literally. Yeah, go ahead. Go show, go show me your your cattle that yeah. you raised yourself <laughs> you show me your prize pumpkin that oh. you grew from a seedling Aww. and eat everything off a stick <laughs> that's funny um so they would revoke the liquor license of these bars and then undercover officers were going um as like they were pretending to be homosexuals and entrapping it was called entrapment and they would like coerce people yeah so basically at one point uh there was an arrest in a gym locker room where the officer grabbed a man's crotch (gasps) moaned and asked him if he was all right and then he arrested him (laughs) like what the fuck (laughs) what was his answer like i guess (laughs) i don't know oh no i'm sorry he moaning and a man who asked him if he was all right so the officer was like grabbing his own crotch and moaning and then a guy was like you all right bud (laughs) and the officer was like you're under arrest (laughs) you fucking perv (laughs) what i know what the fuck okay i don't don't understand the logic i i i really try all 
I am like, I told Shane the other day that I physically could be an Olympian. Yeah. With the amount of mental gymnastics that I've done. Well, yeah, you just want to be like, because there's a part of you that wants to understand. I do. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't. No, I can't understand that. I do not understand. I don't get that shit at all. Um. Okay, but but so then there was a new elected mayor, John Lindsay, and he ended the campaign of police entrapment. Thank fucking God. But the New York liquor, I'm sorry. Liquor? Hardly know her. <laughs> Hardly know her. <laughs> but so like at the time then, there was no laws that actually prohibited serving. And I have a hard time saying that. Prohibited. Prohibited. It's hey, it's not that that's prohibited. Hey, that's brave, baby. Sorry. This I don't the know fuck if, is wrong with us. I don't know if there's any caffeine in this, but I have had two. Oh, uh, like I had a, a latte a little bit back to back with this. Well, fuck I'm, you. Fuck me. Fuck us all. <laughs> Feel a bit fucky. I'm so sorry. This is a very serious thing. It anyway. is, but it's okay. Okay. Um, okay, so so there was no laws that strictly said, like, you can't serve gay people, but they would then allow the New York State Liquor Authority, the LSLA, um, discretion when approving or revoking liquor licenses for businesses that they said may become, quote, disorderly. So it's like, hey, if that place is too disorderly, <laughs> you can take their liquor license away, shall you? And it's like, oh, okay, so if they... Are serving gay interior people. design. Well, no, because back then that's not what happened. I'll tell you all about okay. it. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm really trying not to uh, reinforce stereotypes. I just am like making fun of the logic that yeah. these people had. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because what happened then is like people that uh, affiliate with something that rhymes with the schmob. <laughs> okay. Right. They would buy. I love that you said schmob like it wasn't still the word. <laughs> anyway, so the mob, <laughs> in particular, the Genovese crime family. Oh my god, are I'm we naming to them. About that? I don't know. It's on Wikipedia, Great. so probably. Great. Hey, this is. Don't come for me. That's Wikipedia. It was nice knowing you guys. Sorry, we'll we're, be... we're under attack from the schmob. <laughs> oh god. Um. No, but they would buy these heterosexual establishments, okay. right? And then they would turn them into gay bars. Oh, so we like them. No, we don't. Oh. No, we absolutely don't. Because they were doing it to get money. And so what they were doing was, like, these bars were, they had no running water behind the bars. So they would drink (gasps) out of dirty glasses um, that would just run through, like, tubs of water that were back there. And then they had no fire exits. The toilets were overran consistently. Like, it was basically these people knew, like, well, these people have nowhere else to go. Right. And what are they going to do? Call the cops on us? Exactly. Us because exactly. their existence is illegal. Exactly. And so they completely took advantage of a marginalized group. On, 100%. And not only that, they were paying off. So like these officers still had to do sweeps of these places, but the, because it was owned by the mob, oh. they were paying off the officers to give like give us a heads up before he comes. So we can hide the liquor. And basically, so you can come get the these people. Well, well, sort of. Yes. So. Um, there were, the inside of it was all like painted black and, but it had pulsing gel lights or black lights. But Uh then if the police were coming or they were tipped off, they would flash the white lights 
And then it would signal that everybody should stop touching each other or dancing, basically split up and like, you know, it's just a regular bar. And then they could hide the liquor because basically they could they were saying like, this is a bring your own liquor establishment. We're not selling it. We don't have a liquor license. We would never. But they bring their own. Like, what do you want us to do? And at the time, um, if there were gay bars around, which there were, none of them like were they didn't have dancing. So this was like the only place because. There was kind of a class system, even in the gay community back then, which like transgender drag queens were at the bottom. So like even like gay men, lesbians, um, all of them didn't really look down, but were kind of like, you're the ones that the people that are straight are like most afraid of. Well, I was going to say, you're kind of like you're hindering our cause. Right. Because you... Because I would assume, based on what drag or even being transgender looked like back then, it yeah. wasn't as easy to become passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think a gay man or a lesbian could pass yeah. for not a lesbian or right. a gay man, where someone who is doing drag yes. or tr- is transgender it could be a little bit easier to clock. Right. And this isn't saying that all people in the community felt this way. It was just like, that was kind of a, it was just the time. Yeah. And, and so a lot of these bars that were ran or that were like, had gay people running them did not allow for anybody who was dressed in like cross dressing drag, Uh um, any kind of like transgender, they were not allowed there. And then you also couldn't, you know, dance and it was just basically like come and drink with each other. But yeah, but the Stonewall Inn did. Got so it. people flocked this place, especially queens and yeah. transgender. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the place. And a lot of times also, um, you had to be like 18 and over. But this place let you in basically no matter what. Um, if you paid the $3 charge. And you had to like... $3 is a lot for yeah, them. Yeah. And uh, you had to... Um, the bar, The bouncer at the door had to either know you or... Like you had to be kind of you had to be looking Vouched gay, for? I guess. <laughs> yeah, like you had to have a look about. I guess Got you know it. what I mean. So then they would let you in, and you had to write your name on a like list, but mm. nobody wrote their right name. But you know, right. it was just kind of clocking everybody. And then um, a lot of times, it was also a home for homeless uh-huh. um, teens who yeah. were kicked out of their houses for being gay yeah. to come as well. Um, and so that was why. And and also this was like pre- like very a mix of races. Yep. So where other ones had like predominantly just white, yep, homosexuals or whatever, yeah. this one was like kind of everybody. Everybody yep. else mm-hmm. would come to this bar. Okay, so the Stonewall Inn was located at fifty one and fifty three Christopher Street. Um, it was owned by the Genovese crime family. Um, they invested $3,500 to turn it from a regular restaurant nightclub for heterosexuals to a gay bar. They, it didn't have a liquor license, but it did sell liquor. So I mean, okay. But they uh, lied about it. Exactly. So normally, like, the police raids would happen on average, like, once a month. Okay. But towards this time, it was happening much more frequently and a lot of, like, different... At, uh, at a lot of different bars, but also the stone, the okay. Stonewall Inn. Um, during a typical raid, the lights would turned on. Customers were lined up, and they had to have their ID cards checked. Those without identification, or if they were dressed in drag, 
were either arrested or they had to be taken to the bathrooms to check their genitalia. Mm -hmm. And then women were required to wear three pieces of feminine clothing and they would be arrested if they weren't wearing them. So like a skirt maybe and like, I don't know, whatever the fuck. I guess, yeah. A thong? Right. Hosiery? So weird. I have a scrunchie. Yeah. Leave me alone. (laughs) Please. I'm obviously so femme. (laughs) Hey, guys. We know that we're discussing a pretty heavy topic right now, but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Right before June 27th, which, by the way, this comes out on June 28th, which is when this occurred. Oh, wow. And this episode will come out. Isn't that fucking crazy? We didn't know that. Yeah. So on June 27th, the night of June 27th, 1969, um, there had been previously a lot more raids. And even that previous Tuesday, there was a raid. And then this night, um, they, the police did not... They did not inform them. No. So they just showed up. Four undercover and four regular police officers just show up. Um, Historian David Carter says that he believes that the mafia owners, there's information that he presents that indicates that the mafia owners of the Stonewall and the manager were blackmailing wealthier customers, particularly those who worked in the financial district. Um, They appeared to be making more money from extortion than they were from liquor sales in the bar. So he deduced that when the police were unable to receive kickbacks from blackmail and the theft of negotiable bonds, they decided to close the Stonewall in permanently. And so that's where this comes in, where they're not giving heads up. They're just storming in there. Yep. At 1.20 a.m. on Saturday, June 28th, 1969, these officers come in um, and they announce police were taking the place. There was about the the music was shut off. The main lights were turned on. And and around this time, there was about 205 people that were in the bar that night. Is this in New York? Yes. Okay. I don't know why I'm always, (laughs) always picturing Florida. Yeah. (laughs) No. New York. I think the shooting at the. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Pulse. In Florida. Yes. Um, So the raid this time did not go as planned. So when they went to line patrons up to take them to the bathroom or check their IDs, um, people were just basically being like, no. No, fuck yeah. you. We've had enough. Um, and we're and not now, hurting anybody. I think they're realizing that like this, they're this is real. Like they're yeah. about. They didn't pay these people off, so like this could be it. They're they're right. taking our right. place. Um, so they start arresting people. Um, they're grabbing the lesbians who are in the bar and. They begin assaulting them by feeling some of them up inappropriately and basically <gasps> molesting them to make sure that they're women. Ew. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 
then they they are taking all of the liquor. So before where they would just like be like, oh, hide the bottles or we don't really care. They're like, we're taking all your liquor. You don't have a liquor license. We're shutting this shit down. So they have to wait for these like patrol wagons. They already have one, but they're waiting for another one to come so that they can put all of the liquor in. Is that why they're called paddy wagons? Yes. yes. <laughs> I never put that together until you just yes. said patrol wagon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so the, at this point, they have confiscated 28 cases of beer and 19 bottles of hard liquor. Mm. Um, but the other patrol wagons didn't arrive yet. So they had to wait in line. These uh, patrons who were just basically waiting to be arrested. Yeah. So 15 minutes go by and they're just like, standing around obviously things are getting more heated people are getting pissed right. like i think um at one point now there's a crowd beginning to grow to just see what the fuck's up and so outside there's about either the people that had ran were just like i'm gonna stick around and yep. then also people are seeing so there's about between 100 and 150 people that are just hanging out outside just waiting so that's not just an ohio thing like, <laughs> they want to see what's going on the, anytime, i think that's pretty universal anytime, when shit's going down um an ambulance or a fire truck or a police car goes screaming down the road. Everyone walks out of their house and, like, and just stands. What's going on? Stands together. And it's like a neighborhood watch meeting. And everyone, and everyone just like, starts talking. Yes. Yeah. They're like, so what do you think that is? Whose house do you think that is? You think that's Jim? <laughs> you think that's Jim again? <laughs> What's, what do you think's going on yeah. in there? Yeah. So like uh, at this point, police is kind of forcefully pushing the crowd or like kicking them but and they start pushing back good they're like fuck this uh they start mocking the police they're <gasps> saluting them or like doing really femme flipping their yes. hair and just being very like feminine uh, uh -huh. feminine and um like i'm gonna make you uncomfortable with yeah. how gay i can yes be. and the crowd outside is in encouraging this yes. they start applauding they're cheering the people on they're mm -hmm. like fuck yeah let's do this shit right um so at this point then when the the first patrol wagon comes the crowd then most of whom were gay yeah had grown to at least 10 times the number of people who were being arrested and everything is very quiet which in like a situation like this is not good because yeah. it's it's like they described it as a very eerie quiet basically yep. people there was like a shift in the air yes where it's like hey we outnumber you mm -hmm. like whatever so um as their people are being um taken to these wagons to be arrested which there i watched documentaries of people who were at these bars and this happens so often one um transgender woman was like i was arrested a hundred times a oh hundred times yeah it was just like a thing. You got arrested. It was like a drunk tank kind of, but they took you for disorderly conduct. I was going to say, at that point, what is the point? Yeah, exactly. You are liter quite literally wasting tax dollars. Yeah, just to be a fucking dick. Yeah. Just to be a fucking dick. So they're loading these people in, and a bystander shouts, gay power. Someone begins singing, we shall overcome. And the crowd is um, laughing. They're, they're, you know... We're taking joking the party with to each the other. Streets. Yeah. And, but but there is a sense of like growing and intensive hostility still as this is all happening. Yeah. Um, at one point, an officer shoves a person who's in drag. That person responds immediately by hitting him on the head with her purse. <laughs> uh, and the crowd begins to boo the officer. Yeah. Have you ever seen what happens when someone who is aggressive and angry and authoritarian, what they do when you start like 
laughing. Oh yeah. Oh so and the, not engaging. The police were getting humiliated, which oh, was enraging them. Hundred percent. Yeah. It it that's when it gets scary because they see red. Yep. They are like, you know what? I will fucking get you. Yeah. To pay attention to me. Yep. So a uh, a passerby. Um, recalls everyone's restless angry and high-spirited no one has a slogan no one even has an attitude but something's brewing yes there is a scuffle that breaks out because a woman who is like a butch lesbian is in handcuffs she's being escorted from the door of the bar and about to be arrested she had repeatedly escaped and (laughs) fought with four of the police officers she's swearing she's shouting 10 minutes this goes on um and then she's hit on the head by an officer with a baton uh, because she complained that her handcuffs were too tight, which like fuck, they probably were. Like, yeah. why are you arresting her? But anyways, um, so and, maybe if I hit you with this baton, you won't remember that your hands hurt because right, now your head hurts. Right, uh, the logic. But so bystanders believe that the person was Stormy Delavari, but there is conflict of yeah who it actually was. But um, whoever it is. At that point, she's being shoved into the wagon and she turns around and shouts, why don't you guys do something? And so they did. The crowd immediately becomes violent. They start um, grabbing beer cans, throwing bricks. Um, There's like a construction site nearby. So they're grabbing bricks. They're grabbing beer cans. At one point, uh, somebody says, I don't think the cops, I don't know where the quote is, but it's something along the lines of, I don't think that they've been paid off. Let's pay them. And Uh so they start throwing coins, pennies, everything they can at these officers. Mm -hmm. At this point, there's between 500 and 600 people out there. Holy shit. Yeah. And the police are just grabbing whoever they can. Um, One one person that they grabbed was a folk singer. His name was Dave Van Ronk. And he was a mentor Uh of Bob Dylan. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. Um, so he comes over, he's at a bar two doors down and he just walks over because he said he's not gay, but he had experienced police violence when he had participated in the anti-war Vietnam demonstrations. So he says, as far as I was concerned, anybody who'd stand against the cops was all right with me. And that's why I stayed in. Every time you turn around, the cops were pulling some outrage or another. Damn. So he got arrested. He's one of the people that gets arrested. He's like, I was just fucking here for a good time. <laughs> at this point, at what point do you as the cops just look at each other and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we stop. Yeah. Well, so they they start getting humiliated. They're obviously outnumbered. So they take their like hostages, the people that they're that arresting. There's like eight of them. Uh, I think at this point there was 10. Okay. So they called for backup. And yep. they're like, we will give you two. Yep. <laughs> so 10 of them, they take these other people that they've arrested and they barricade themselves inside the Stonewall Inn for their own safety. So they take hostages. Basically. Yeah. So I don't care what you call it. Right. You took hostages, you right. psychos. Then it. And they're just like destroying shit in the Stonewall Inn. They're like ba- like bashing like the um, what is the jukebox and all of that stuff. Just like fucking shit up. Uh, but then outside, people are throwing garbage cans, bottles, rocks, bricks. They're breaking the windows. They lit a garbage can on fire and <laughs> stuffed it through the broken window. And the police grabbed a fire hose. But hello, there is no water pressure. Ah. So it's not fucking doing anything. Um, and so and this just kind of encouraged the crowd to keep fucking going. Yeah, hell so yeah. Like, I would dance yeah. in that water. Yeah. Well, and it's like barely, it's like barely sputtering. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're like, fuck you. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, so 
at this point, there's a fire now inside, and they don't know if the cops who were inside the building started it or if people outside started it to try to get the cops out. But Got it. With, whatever it is, there's a fire going on inside Stonewall. And um, this whole thing lasts about 45 minutes. During this, the mob is openly mocking the police. They're cheering and doing kick lines and <gasps> singing to the tune of ta-ra-ra-boom-dee. <laughs> and then they sing, we are the Stonewall girls. We wear our hair in curls. We don't wear underwear. We show our pubic hair. <laughs> oh my gosh, me sitting here with no underwear on. Yeah. Look at her pubes. <laughs> Wondering if my pubes are sticking through this denim. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of, uh, I wore some biker shorts and oh I, yeah or bike oh. shorts oh i already know where you're going with and this i put them on and i i had to double check i'm like poking you through see my bush through this <laughs> you could not girlfriend collective really keeps her in there keeps your bush covered <laughs> they've got your bush covered <laughs> girlfriend that. collective hey let me know if you want to use that slogan <laughs> sponsor us <laughs> yeah um so about by 4 a.m the streets are clearing okay cops are like fuck it yep I don't even know if they actually arrested the people. I, I didn't write that down, so I apologize. But um, regardless, they leave. And so now people are just sitting on stoops and gathering nearby in Christopher Park. And they're just kind of like talking about like, holy shit, did you yeah. see that? And I think there's like this moment of reckoning where it's like, we don't we deserve don't this. We don't need to be put through this anymore. Yeah. What the fuck did we do to anybody? Right. Like, why? When we're just trying to live the way that we want to live. Like everyone else happening? is. Yeah. yeah. So it says um, one person commented there was a certain beauty in the aftermath of the riot. It was obvious, at least to me, that a lot of people really were gay. And, you know, this was our street. 13 people. OK, so 13 people had been arrested. Um, some people in the crowd had been hospitalized and four police officers were injured. Wow. Um, but e almost everything in the Stonewall Inn had been broken and payphones, toilets, mirrors, jukeboxes, cigarette machines all smashed. Um, so during this whole siege, Craig Rodwell calls the New York Times and the New York Post and the Daily News and he's telling them what's happening and all three papers start covering. Like that's what the thing, they start yeah. getting journalists on their side. So now they're getting, all of these people are talking and now the, the, pe the press is there. Yep. Which is going to hold people accountable. Um, and so news from the riot starts to spread through Greenwich Village and throughout New York as well. Mm-hmm. So all day Saturday, June 28th, then that day, people can't come to stare at the burned and blackened Stonewall Inn. Graffiti appears on the wall of the bar declaring drag power. They invaded our rights, support gay power and legalize gay bars, along with accusations of police looting. And regarding the status of the bar, they write, we are open, which I think is like beautiful when really you think symbolic. about it. Yeah. yeah. So the next night, then that night, there's people that just come to like we are open so they're coming yeah. to like come to the bar so while they're doing this um they're joined by curious bystanders and even tourists and as they're doing this they start holding hands in public mm. they're being just themselves they yeah. are wearing the clothing they want to wear they're not hiding um one witness describes from going places where you had to knock on a door and speak to someone through a peephole in order to get in. We were just out. We were in the streets. Oh, mm -hmm. that was me cry. I know. Oh, there's going to be something I read that got oh, me fuck. earlier. Thousands of people had gathered in front of the stone wall, which had opened again. Um, so Christopher Street and the surrounding streets, the crowd is just spilling in. Buses, cars are being surrounded. People 
are in that are kind of being harassed unless they either admitted they were gay or indicated their support for the demonstrators. They're like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm gay too. Or like, I support you. It's fine. Um, Marsha P. Johnson, who Mm -hmm. was, you know, Marsha P. Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, She was a black transgender drag queen. Mm -hmm. She was seen climbing a lamppost and dropping a heavy bag onto the hood of a police car, shattering the windshield. (laughs) And there are talks about who throws the first brick. She's one of the people. Actually, hold on. I have a funny thing that I read and it made me laugh. This is pinknews.co. And it says, who threw the first brick at Stonewall? And it says, on any given day, Twitter might congratulate Mariah Carey or Laura Dern's <laughs> Gucci fanny pack, or in a much more snarky manner, Joe Biden for throwing the first brick. Um, it says that the fateful piece of masonry itself even made it onto Entertainment Weekly's Pride 2020 cover, suggesting that it was the first brick at Stonewall that threw the br- <laughs> first brick at Stonewall. <laughs> so, like, a lot of people yeah. don't know. There's another um, drag queen. I think it was a Latinx drag queen. So this is like, what, the 53rd anniversary that this is coming out on? I believe so. Yes. That's 69. Yeah. I don't fucking know math. Because, but, well, if you round it up to, th- I'm going to show you guys how I do math. Okay. If you round it up to 70. Yeah. 70 to the 2000s uh-huh. would be 30. Then it's 20. That's 50. Yeah. And then we have two for 2022 and then one for 69. And 53. here we are. I love it. Okay. Um. So Sylvia Rivera is the... the uh-huh. Um, drag queen who's the Latinx drag queen um, she says people think it was her and she's like I didn't or I threw the second one I didn't throw the first one. <laughs> like, it wasn't me I didn't yeah. throw the first one I did throw the second one though <laughs> so that's like a big thing that people say um, who threw the first brick but yeah. regardless of who threw it it was thrown and a revolution started now there has been uh, up to that point there were um, sit sip-ins they were called which is like the sit-ins mm, yep. um, for the civil rights movement but they were just like sitting and announcing they were gay and like daring people to serve yep. them kind of a thing so there were activists that were out there I don't want this to be like this was the only time and the one and only and it, but it was like a big catalyst yes. for it so at this point, thousands of people have gathered in front of Stonewall. Yes, okay, we're there. Uh, more than 100 police were present from the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 9th precincts. But after 2 a.m., the um, TF- TPF police arrived. So they start kick lines again. <laughs> and um, there's police chases, but the battle ensues again until yeah. 4 a.m. And this happens then for six nights. Six nights of this. People they just coming. They are making a fucking joke out of you because yes. what you're doing is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So then Christopher Street Liberation Day was marked on June 28th, 1970. And it was the first anniversary of the Stonewall. They called it the Stonewall Riots, but now it's called the Stonewall Uprising because oh, that's good. what it was. Yes. Um, and so they have an assembly on Christopher Street with simultaneous gay pride marches in Los Angeles and Chicago. And these were the first gay pride marches in U.S. history. Mm. The next year, gay pride marches took place in Boston, Dallas, Milwaukee, London, Paris, West Berlin and Stockholm. The march in New York covered 51 blocks from Christopher Street to Central Park. <gasps> Do you think that there's going to be Pride in L.A. when we're there? Oh, I fucking <gasps> hope so. That would be amazing. We have Tuesday free. Oh, my God. I hope so. I hope so. <gasps> that would be phenomenal. Guys, are we at Pride right now? I have to get some rainbow. Yeah, I got to get some shit to wear. Yes. I want to be very bright and flamboyant. <laughs> um, 
The march took less than half the scheduled time due to excitement, but also due to wariness about walking through the city with gay banners and signs. But um, they encountered little resistance from onlookers while they marched. Good. Um, the New York Times reported on the front page that the marchers took up the entire street for about 15 city blocks. Um, reporting by the Village Voice was positive, describing the outfront resistance that grew out of the police raid on Stonewall Inn one year ago. By 1972, the participating cities included Atlanta, Buffalo, Detroit, Washington, Washington, D.C., Miami, Met- Minneapolis, and Philadelphia, as well as San Francisco. Mm. And, okay, so there's a couple things that I, like quotes that I wanted to say. Okay. You had mentioned that you know that this isn't the only like important yeah. um uh what what would i call it important moment yeah. in gay history mm-hmm. but with so many people refusing to say gay or eliminating mm-hmm. um gay history from books and stuff yep. all gay history is important, important to talk about i agree especially when people are trying to erase it yeah if anyone has other stories that they want to share any articles like please share it in our fangents page um with within our discord on uh patreon um or in the comments on youtube because we say gay here and uh, we want you to say gay here too a fucking hundred percent so in this article uh by david carter it says what made stonewall different michael denenny okay He's been very politically involved since the 1950s when he was a teenager in uh, gay activism. And he is quoted as saying, I was struck by the fact that more cops ended up hospitalized than demonstrators. That made an impact on me. I think it was decisively important that there was physical violence, that gay people fought back and that the riots went on for several nights. I think that they that had they been peaceable and gone the way of all the civil rights demonstrations that were happening in the 60s, I don't think it would have had the same impact at all. Just And then this is not a quote, but this is, just as nonviolence allowed African-Americans to overturn the racist image of blacks as violent, violence prone, and achieve a measure of moral superiority, the use of violence by gay men subverted the stereotype of homosexuals <gasps> as ineffectual and lacking in courage or masculine Weak. qualities. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. If you could see my goose pimps on my arm right now. Yes. They are standing so tall. So I thought that was fucking such yeah. a good point because it's like both things helped change. Like That's so fucking insightful. Yes. Because they were saying like it wasn't right or wrong. But it proved the stereotype uh-huh. incorrect. Exactly. Uh, oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So, and then this is um, this is an account, uh, a little bit of a quote from Dick Le- Leach. Leach? Dick Burns? Dick Leach. <laughs> um, he was an ex- executive director of the Mattachine Society of New York, which was the first gay group to ever hold a picket in the city. So that's the sip-in that I was talking about. He was okay. part of that. You know how <clears throat> when I tell you about all of the like technical stuff that I do for the podcast, you're like, holy fuck, I could never. Yeah. When you say some of these words, I'm like, thank God you do the research. <laughs> I mean, I'll prob- I'm probably wrong. <laughs> you People are like, damn, me. do you try. <laughs> thank you. I really yeah. do. So um, he 
he was also the first gay journalist to describe what was happening. Mm. So at the time, he was planning a trip to London. And then he was like, fuck this. I got to go back. So he goes back to Stonewall. He's on the scene. And this is what he writes. Okay. It's kind of long, but I think this is important. It says, coming on the heels of the raids of the snake pit and the sewer. These are also two other gay bars. Um, and the closing of the checkerboard and the telestar and other clubs. Love these names. The Stonewall Raid looked to many like part of an effort to close all gay bars and clubs in the village. It may be true that the checkerboard and the telestar died without police assistance. It is said that the woman who managed the checkerboard came in one night, ordered all the customers out of the place, cleaned out the cash register, and called the police to get rid of the customers who stayed around. <gasps> it is very likely that the sewer and the snake pit were raided because they had no license, as the police said. But how are people in the street and the customers of the places to know that? The police don't bother to explain or send press releases to the papers. And when they do, the papers make it seem that the bar was raided because it was gay. Yep. Since 1965, the homosexual community of New York has been treated quite well by the city administration. And the police have either reformed or been kept in line by Lindsay and Leary. So these are the, the mayors that are like, hey, let's change the shit, right? But... Now we've walked in the open and we know how pleasant it is to have self-respect and to be treated as citizens and human beings. We want to stay in the sunlight from now on. Efforts to force us back in the closet could be disastrous for all concerned. The above, while a true evaluation of the situation does not explain why the raid on Stonewall caused such a strong reaction. Why the Stonewall and not the sewer or the snake pit? The answer lies, we believe, in the unique nature of the Stonewall. This club was more than a dance bar, more than just a gay gathering place. It catered largely to a group of people who are not welcome in or cannot afford other places of homosexual social gathering. The drags and the queens, two groups which which would find a chilly reception or a barred door at most of the other gay bars and clubs, formed the regulars at the Stonewall. To a large extent, the club was, for them, apart from the gold bug and the one, two, three, which is the other, <laughs> drags and queens had no place but the Stonewall. Another group was even more dependent on the Stonewall, the very young homosexuals and those with no other home. You've got to be 18 to buy a drink in a bar and gay life revolved around bars. Where do you go if you are 17 or 16 and gay? The legitimate bars won't let you in and the gay restaurants in the streets aren't very sociable. Then, too, there are hundreds of young homosexuals in New York who literally have no home. Most of them are between 16 and 25 and came here from other places without jobs, money, or contacts. Many of them are running away from unhappy homes. One boy told us, my father called me cocksucker so many times I thought it was my name. Another said his parents fought so much over which one of them made him a homosexual that he left so they could learn to live together. Some got thrown out of school or the service for being gay and couldn't face going home. Some were even thrown out of their homes with only the clothes on their backs by ignorant, intolerable, intolerant parents who'd rather see their kid dead than homosexual. They came to New York with the clothes on their backs. Some of them hustled or had skills enough to get a job. Others weren't attractive enough to hustle and didn't manage to fall in with people who could help them. Some of them, giddy at the openness of gay life in New York, got caught up in it and some are on pills and drugs. Some are still wearing the clothes in which they came here in a year or more ago. 
jobless and without skills, without decent clothes to wear to a job interview. They live in the streets panhandling or shoplifting for the price of admission to the Stonewall. That was the one advantage to the place. For $3 admission, one could stay inside out of the winter's cold or the summer heat all night long. Not only was the Stonewall better climactically, but it also saved the kids from spending the night in a doorway or getting arrested as vagrants. $3 isn't too bad to get pan to get panhandling, and nobody hustled drinks in the Stonewall. Once the admission price was paid, one could choose to drink or not, as he chose. The Stonewall became home to these kids. When it was raided, they fought for it. That and the fact that they had nothing to lose other than the most tolerant and broad-minded gay place in towns explains why the Stonewall riots were begun, led, and spearheaded by queens. Sorry. (laughs) I know. That, like, just gets you yep i know yeah that's the thing when you push people who have nothing left to lose and you take away the only thing that is giving them hope and life Mm -hmm. you're fucking with people who have nothing left to lose right you're gonna lose that fight right and that's an important thing to remember for people who are trying to take away rights right now you're fucking with people who are just wanting basic human rights and you're giving them reason to push back, to fight yeah. back, because this is this is everything to them. Yeah, yeah. So I think that about sums it up. <laughs> yeah, that that does about sum it up. Um, all of I, I'll quote all of my sources, but I did use um, Wikipedia. That was from an article from the Atlantic, um, and then the other one that i uh pink news and i'll put the links in the notes and in the description out.com another um yeah yeah, i'll I'll give you all of those so it just it is mind-blowing to Mm -hmm. me that we are living in a place that is focusing more on what they can take away than what they can Mm -hmm. improve and offer yeah people and it it makes no fucking sense to me. You're at asking all. for us to be land of the free as long as we are dressed like you, act like you, um, live like you, give birth to children that you want us to give birth to. Yeah. As long as we do what you want us to do, we're free. Yep. And fuck that. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, we've been in toxic relationships. This looks all too familiar, homie. Yep. Yep. We're not doing it anymore. Yeah. We're not gonna take it. <laughs> no, we're gonna take it. Um, so this right. is this is our form of rebellion. Yeah, just being really loud. Yeah, um, and we encourage and, you to do it as well. And like James asked us, being loud when they're not around. Yeah, when when no one's around to fight except for us. So yeah, and um, vote yes. in the elections that aren't just the presidential because these people are making more of our, the decisions. That one yes. person up there might be putting people in power that shouldn't be <laughs> in mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. But <laughs> yeah, what's also important are these people that aren't getting laws passed that are letting these types of things happen without saying, hey, wait a, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Maybe we don't do it this quick. Or maybe this is maybe kind of... Maybe we don't do this because the corporation that helped me campaign uh-huh. um, asked me not to. And is giving me m- millions yes. to not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's fucking change shit because yeah. it needs to be changed let's because change shit it's been 53 years this is our version of a brick yeah fuck yeah we're throwing it into the internet because it's been 53 years right correct i think 
roughly 53 Uh years and we're not we're we're reverting we're now Mm -hmm. have gotten a little bit ahead 2000 what 15 they legalized gay marriage yep it took from fucking 69 to 2016 or 15 oh i think it was 14 sorry i think it was 14 either one yep for them to fucking get their heads out of their ass and realize that your religion doesn't dictate what other people do Uh uh-huh and now we're going back so fuck these people let's fucking do something about it okay yes Okay. All right. We love you all so much. We do love you all so much. Um, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We do. Um, if you want more of us, you can uh, follow us on our sh- socials. Yeah. At Ladies and Tangents. And you can go to our Patreon if you'd like to support us at patreon.com slash ladies and tangents. Yeah. Um, I just am trying to like find a way to close. I know. <laughs> this is me trying to add some kind of bread at the end of the sandwich yeah. but it doesn't need to no. I, we shouldn't have to sugarcoat it i'm sassy because i love you all so much i'm and sassy because i love you <laughs> fucking hurts that people are doing this to my babies and to us and to us i'm absolutely fucking furious mm-hmm. so yeah um we love you so much yeah we do uh we will see you next week mm-hmm. <laughs> all right <laughs> we're out goodbye bye <laughs> happy pride everybody happy pride we love you <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 